And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 121 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk all things TV and movie news. Before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Candid Cinema, we have Menda. Menda, hello. Hey, yo. It's been a while, so I'm really happy I'm back tonight. <laughs> It's been a while, although I do feel like you say that, and then it's like, man, you was here like two weeks ago, which we're talking about. Yeah, it's long, but it's so long. It's very good to have you here, as always, of course, and we are also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Kayla back on the podcast today. Kayla, hello. Hello. It's actually been a while for me. I got you beat, Amanda. It's been probably like three or four months. <laughs> what was the last show you was on? I feel like it wasn't that long ago. I know. I feel like we did something fun. I can't even remember <laughs> what it was, fun. though. It was probably the award show, I think. I think. Was you on that this year? I missed award show. That's so annoying. I always oh, you do was award on the show. Award, you was on the award. I could have sworn you was. Anyway, welcome back. Hey. It's very good <laughs> uh, to have you here. The reason why you're probably on this week is because it's like it's starting to feel like comic-con season soon and it's starting like emails are starting to go out and this is when i'm very happy they're doing stuff early this time last year they did stuff so late so late and it was just the worst they sent they sent out press emails like three weeks before the event so I'm glad that's not a thing anymore. So I'm excited. Wait, are they supposed to send out press emails this I, year? I presu- Leo asked the same thing. I'm presuming it's this month. Mm. I feel like it would be at least this month. If not this month, it better be next month because y'all can't do that with the flights, how flights are nowadays. But <laughs> I digress, everyone. <laughs> we are going to be talking about a few things today on the show. we got a few things to get into in the movie and television world. So we'll get started with today's big topic, which is the trailer for Marvel Studios' The Marvels that came out today, starring, of course, Brie Larson returning as Captain Marvel, Tiana Paris returning as Monica Rambeau, and we have Iman Vellani returning as Miss Marvel. So let's get into that trailer. That was the big trailer of the day, Amanda. You've been quiet in the chat because you know what's up. <laughs> what happened, Amanda? Okay. What did you think about that trailer? Did you watch it? Come on now. Come with I it. did. I did watch it's time it. Time to fess up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good. Here's the thing. The first <laughs> Captain Marvel movie I did not vibe with. Yeah, I don't like it. I and, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I yeah. just did not like it. I, I love Carol Danvers. Don't get me wrong. I love her relationship. Um, with Maria and Lashana Lynch was like fantastic in it. Um, I just didn't like the way uh, Captain Marvel was edited. That was my my big thing. And then some of the writing was pretty cringe. And you had two directors with like clashing ideas for me. Um, so I'm a bit apprehensive going into Captain Marvel like two in the sequel for the Marvels. But I'm very excited for Nita Costa. I think um, it's going to be a golden opportunity for her. I'm very excited because as much as I, you know, didn't vibe with Candyman, there was some really great choices that she made in that film that I think combined with a, you know, a Marvel-esque feel will, um, you know, she can reinvent some things uh, for the genre itself. So I'm I'm really excited for her. 
but the trailer just it it felt fine it felt like okay they're all coming together but i don't i don't feel the gravity of them coming together maybe it's because they were in like very separate projects and we haven't seen captain marvel technically um you know since her since endgame really Mm. like realistically so there's like time that has passed there's a gap and like even from wandavision to miss marvel there's a big gap so having them come together um as much as i want it to feel like an event film it doesn't feel that way for me watching that trailer um but iman milani is a superstar i think she's really going to bring something fresh to the the dynamic there and i'm really excited for her um and i hope that they give tiana paris a bit more to uh to do as well in this so I don't know. I'm, I'm apprehensive. That's the word that I can say. I'm apprehensive. Yeah. <laughs> For me, going into it, I have been someone, if you've listened to the podcast the past few months, I've been very low on the MCU. I haven't been someone who's been outright saying, oh, superhero fatigue, superhero fatigue. I've just been in the mo- in the mood of we have been getting some rough ones lately. That includes Quantumania. That includes shazam fury of the gods i did not enjoy either of them so going into this one i was like what made me actually get kind of excited for the movie was hearing the plot beforehand as well as seeing that they that they delayed the movie now although a lot of people probably got upset that they delayed the movie i was like singing its praises that that they did because i feel like some of these movies could use more time to cook in the oven and I feel like it was coming way too early. Like, I think it was supposed to come in like June or something like that or July. And I was like, well, Guardians is in May. Why are we doing like a, a two month turnaround? You know, so I was kind of excited that it got delayed to November. And uh, I thought the trailer was a lot of fun. I thought it was good. It doesn't tell you a lot about the story, but it gives you an idea that clearly they're swapping places. I think the action so far looks pretty good. It looks kind of, you know, cosmic which i love you know i love when we get into the cosmic world of the mcu and i think it looks a lot of fun amon milani's miss marvel is great i didn't love this show i love the first like two episodes of the show i hate i didn't really like the way you know the way it kind of wrapped up in the like middle section of the show and i definitely got annoyed at, the, at how much they changed of her backstory but you know and her power set but you know the trailer Still looks fun. Monica Rambeau seems like she's going to have a major role in here. Might be a bigger role than old Brie Larson. That's what it's feeling like in the trailer. So, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, Kayla, how about you? Did you watch the trailer? If you did, what did you think? Yeah, uh, I I actually watched it, and then I was like, wait, I've seen this before. Where have they seen this? And I remember we watched this at Comic-Con, right? They showed like a little tease, a tease of it at Comic Con. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like half the first half, I think we saw mm-hmm. at Comic Con. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I liked this trailer, um, and yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm not big on the whole like silly like cosmic stuff that Marvel does. My favorite Marvels Marvel movies are like. Black Widow, Eternals. The low scale one, the smaller ones. What? I said like the lower scale ones, like the uh, street level kind of smaller ones probably. Yeah, more Mm -hmm. like the more grounded ones. Yeah. Um, So even though this seems really fun and sweet and I'll probably go watch (laughs) it and have a fun time, it's not something I'm very like, oh my God, I'm so excited for. 
Um, cause I don't know, borderline is like just too low of stakes for me sometimes when we're just having these like silly fun movies. Um, I don't know. That's a, I don't know what I'm saying. I feel like that's bad for me to say, but I guess I'm just (laughs) disinterested in Marvel in general at this point. I was going to ask you where you were (laughs) as far as all of that. Cause I remember like, like two, I think it was like two years ago, you were like ahead of the curve <laughs> with all of us because you were just like, dude, I'm tapped. I think it was after Endgame, you were just like, you and Hannah, you and Hannah and I were on a show, and you were just talking about how you were just tapped with the MCU and superhero movies. So I'm really curious as far as like, like what's the last MCU movie that you have watched? Like, did you did you see Quantumania or anything like that? I'm just so curious to see where you are as far as the MCU right now, because I know you were taking a break a while ago. I can't believe you remember that, because I was also thinking (laughs) about that right now. Um, And I did see Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I know a lot of people liked it. And I actually didn't listen in to see if you guys liked it or not. But Mm -hmm. I actually liked that. I actually liked that film. I thought it was very touching. Yeah, I um, it. and I like the dynamics of um Tenok. Uh, what is what is his name? Tenok Horta. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. him and his Namor. character and his people. Like that whole section was really. Uh, I just liked that world that we got to take a look into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see Quantum Mania. I didn't see some of the Marvel shows. I don't know how backed up I am. Oof, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot. Okay, so let me ask you this, because this is actually kind of intriguing, because I saw an argument about this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Did you know what was going on when you watched that trailer today? This trailer today? Yeah. Did I know what was going on? Like, I don't like, know. like in, the, in the entire... Okay, like, did you mm-hmm. understand, like, where these characters are from... Mm-hmm. how do you remember do, do you did you okay like when you turn on the trailer did you have an idea of like what was happening and why these are all connected to each other as far as these yeah. three people the thing is i mean like i watched captain marvel i watched wandavision sure, sure. i need to finish miss marvel because that's where i started getting like uh not i just like didn't have time for all the things coming out and then i didn't watch moon knight but I actually liked Miss Marvel, what I watched of it. Okay. Um, and so, like, I remember, like, a little bit of her. I remembered what happened with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remembered, like, some of the Captain Marvel stuff. But I couldn't tell you details of, like, what it means for them to be together and where their stories okay, left see, off. I think, I think that's why – I think yeah. that's a big issue. But now on your part, mm-hmm. that's a big issue on their part because somebody said, bro – if you didn't see WandaVision and you didn't see Miss Marvel, you would have no idea what is happening in this trailer and where these people came from. And I think that, you know, hearing you say that, like, okay, so for instance, like, you didn't finish Miss Marvel, right? But you started it, so you know who she is, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. That series ended with the shot that's in this trailer of oh. Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel swapping places. Right, mm-hmm. and that was like a big thing in that finale. So if you are somebody who have not seen that, I mean, I'm sure they'll give you like a refresher when the movie starts. But it's like you watch this trailer and you're like, "What? 
<laughs> like, yeah. what is happening? So that is like really interesting. And I've been saying that this is at a, at a point in time, this is going to become way too much for the average moviegoer who just like want a good movie and want some vibes and stuff. Because you're like, you went and saw the Batman, right? And you were like, you know, you vibe with it and what and whatever and stuff, you know, and you didn't need to watch like 85 other movies and mm-hmm. TV shows to understand the Batman, right? So I think that's just really interesting to hear you say, to hear, you know, to hear your your outlook on the trailer after like not being really caught up with everything going on. Um, even Amanda, how about you? Fan, Do you? I don't think that even an average fan can keep up. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. So like my my mom actually, I know I know I use my mom for everything, but like it, it, it works. But I love it. my mom asked me today too, because she watched the trailer and she was like, who's this little girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I what are you talking about? And she's like, this little girl in the middle of them. I was like, oh, that's Cap. That's Miss Marvel. You should have watched the show. And she's like, uh, oh, yeah, that's a show that I didn't, she didn't want, she didn't feel like watching the show. So she had no idea who Miss Marvel was. And I'm just like, man, I just remember a time where I feel like if you walked into like maybe Infinity War, I know a lot of casuals did, walked into Infinity War and just Mm -hmm. watched it. I feel like for the most part, you would know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But I feel like now with these TV shows embedded into the MCU and the amount of content that's out, it's hard to really just step, just hop into a movie you know, as a Marvel fan. So I just find that really interesting. Um, Amanda, how about you? Did you, what do you think? What do you, what's your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on that regarding just the amount of sheer content we're getting from this universe and how someone who hasn't been really been watching it can kind of just, can't just really come in and just start? They can't. It's, it's impossible. They're going to have to catch up. They're going to have to go with someone who, is considered like a veteran in this to explain what's happening, like what's happening on screen or who's connected to who. Cause like I've had, I have friends that come with me to these screenings, um, you know, to the mm-hmm. like, like pre-screenings, whatever on the, like near opening night. And they're asking me how like so-and-so is connected to this while we're watching the movie because they haven't watched all of them. I know people who haven't watched Moon Knight or Miss Marvel. There's a lot of people that haven't, watched past WandaVision Mm -hmm. or haven't watched past, you know, a certain one from, you know, during lockdown. So it's tough because it's like you want to build this incredibly big universe, which they did a good job doing, but it was strictly on the big screen. And I think the fact that they made such a ballsy move in putting stuff on Disney plus um, and then, putting it out in theaters and trying to connect all that stuff. That's great. Cause you're trying to get more stories out there, but ultimately connecting television to film, it's not going to work as seamless as they want it to be. So will they be confused? Maybe they're going to go into it looking like, I don't know who, you know, Monica Rambeau is, even mm-hmm. though she does have the same last name <laughs> as her former partner. And, uh, in the first one, and no one's going to know who Kamala Khan is, because even in the trailer, they just put it together. They don't even explain kind of who they who they are to each other, other than their power sets matching, kind of, and, like, switching their lives and stuff like that, and that being mm-hmm. the connection, but they don't say who they are, other than the fact that you're supposed to know who Brie Larson is as Captain Marvel, so... 
it's it's tough if people can go into this as a standalone and just take it as it is which a lot of like right like um you know people who haven't like watched or like they're not heavily invested as others you know they go in and they look at it as a one-off like movie experience and they're not connecting to the bigger picture you know and I think that that's that's where they're going with this it's not necessarily bad thing I just don't think that the Marvels is gonna hit the same way Captain Marvel did either right right yeah so I am um, I'm very interested to see what happens too because Captain Marvel Captain Marvel came at a really good time for the MCU mm-hmm. and like I know a lot of people want to give that big massive box office to the fact of just like the character but I think it was just the fact that you put her logo on one of the biggest movies ever as far as box office goes at the at the post credit of Infinity War, you know, which was one of the biggest movies ever, you know, box office wise. So, of course, like, you know, of course, people don't really care about Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out and nobody really went. But people were in for Captain Marvel because it was the movie right before Endgame. You knew because of the logo that they showed in Infinity War that it was going to tie in heavy to everything going on. So I think that's why that became such a huge hit. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this movie. And um, yeah, I'm very, very intrigued. But, uh, but like, she mm-hmm. also was introduced at a time when we hadn't been introduced to a new character. Mm-hmm. In a like, long time, too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It was a lot of factors that went into that being such a huge mm-hmm. success. And I think um, we're going to see if lightning can strike twice when it comes to this one mm-hmm. and stuff because you are bringing in a new character, but from the TV side of everything. So we'll see how that works into their favor or how it works not to their favor. So we'll see what happens. But um, all right, let's get into the big discussions over the weekend, which was Star Wars Celebration. And where was this at? Europe? London? It was in London, Europe. right? London, in, yeah. Yeah, it was in <laughs> London, I guess. I think, I, I, So apparently they're missing next year. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going straight to 2025, which is in Japan is what I mm-hmm. saw. But yeah, Star Wars Celebration was this week. They on Friday was all Friday was all the big announcements and stuff. Uh, we had announcements for a lot of movies coming up. You know, we have a Mandalorian movie apparently coming up to tie you know to end everything. Um, that's really interesting. You know, to go from TV and then to finish off with the movie. That's going to be kind of kind of cool. And, but the big one was that Daisy Ridley's Ray is coming back um you know for another star wars movie set 15 years after the rise of skywalker and uh yeah there's a lot to get into regarding that weekend so i'll start with you kayla any kind of big moments from the star wars celebration that you kind of want to get into right now i'm disappointed that they (laughs) Are bringing Ray back, and oh, so you're not happy about that? Ooh, interesting. Yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You you can't erase what's already been done, and I know, I know there is a chance out there that this could be really great, and you could fix some things, but at the same time, I don't have faith. Mm -hmm. I it's it's just like. The thing that what 
what happened with the rise of skywalker is because mm-hmm. they are pandering to two audiences like the conservatives oh, and yes. everybody else it's terrible i can't do it man yeah and with such a big budget film when they're making these films like you know here we have andor which is this really like great commentary on capitalism da 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 but they can do that cuz they're putting that on streaming and you know anybody can watch it whenever and like you're going to have sub- subscribers regardless but to get people into a theater all across the United States all across the world I don't have faith in Lucasfilm or Disney, actually Disney in general, to be like, here, we're going to do this like great take on Ray. I I feel like they're still going to be pandering to both people, the conservatives yeah. and everybody else normal. And it's everybody just... Everybody else normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that... I mean, there's a 90% chance that this is going to disappoint us even more. And I think there's a 10% chance that it could end up being something really great. And those chances just, it's just hard. I, I don't want us to go through something even more. I just don't want it to be even more disappointing after it's been already so disappointing. Like how bad, how can, bad can you make us feel as a fandom? You know, <laughs> I, I, okay. So I'm actually surprised because I thought the reaction this this tells you how not embedded I am with the Star Wars fandom because I have no idea what's going on in there. So mm. when I heard the reaction, I was like, "Oh, that's great, cool, awesome! I love I I love Ray." You know, listen, I'm yeah, gonna be honest. I only too. watched The Rise of Skywalker once. I mm. watched it once, and I was just I I was out of there, and uh, so I don't remember a lot of what happened in there. All I know is is that she had a sick a sick lightsaber at the end, okay? And I want to see the lightsaber again because it was cool. Got the and Funko Pop of her with her that Skywalker. lightsaber. Yeah, and I was like, listen, I I I get I get the criticisms, but like I was like, all right, I'm in on Ray, and then like they just went into a complete disaster as like a a studio with announcing stuff and and then not happen and then it's the stuff not happening i literally have stuff in my notes right here that says ryan johnson's star wars movie like is that done that out of here the star (laughs) wars trilogy that he was gonna do and then this taika one that's been announced like four years ago is that gone is that still happening so i don't really know what to believe anymore i don't really know why i'm gonna be honest i don't really know why why people take these announcements with like with heavy kind of it's just not I don't I just don't believe any of them is gonna happen because mm-hmm. we've been waiting for a lot of these they've announced stuff from Star Wars celebration in like 2021 that we have still yet to see the light of day of. So I just don't believe a lot of this stuff is even going to go down. I'm sure Daisy Ridley's back and they're gonna start working on the script and then and then they're just gonna be like in a kerfluffle and then there's been like rumors of kathleen kennedy um getting fired so it's oh like God. what happens when that yeah like what happens when that happens you know are they gonna continue with the stuff that she like had planned or they're gonna just move on and i don't know it just feels like right now the fandom is at like a weird spot because i, I even see like these reports like i got a bunch of questions here um from the audience of like your thoughts on Mandalorian and like, bro, dude, I tapped after like episode two. I don't know what's going on in that episode. <laughs> now apparently Lizzo's on it. 
what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, the show's not bad to me. I just, like, I, I think I told, I told Manda earlier, I was like, dude, I watch like what I, what I can now when it comes to these TV shows and the Mandalorian just like has not grabbed me this season. And I kind of yeah. just like fell out with it. And I don't even, they're talking like Jack Black was on it last week and people were saying that they don't know why, how the show's going to end. Cause they have like what, two episodes left. And apparently like the Mandalorian was gone last week. Like, I don't know what's happening over there. So uh, I just, yeah, I just been very lukewarm on this this genre of movies and tv for the longest time and i don't want to be because i remember i remember the hype surrounding star wars back in like 2017 2016 Mm -hmm. you know back around when we had rogue one we had force awakens and stuff like that i the hype was insane and in comparing that to now it's like, well, damn. Part of me feels like they didn't want, they don't want to do next year's celebrations because, like, ah, we ain't gotta have shit. So let's just fucking do 2025, dude. So you look back and you're like, well, we should have appreciated Solo more because it wasn't yeah, a bad movie. It was a fun movie, and we yes, should have appreciated that I had fun that with that. Kayla, yeah. you get me. Oh my God, <laughs> I've been fighting for Solo. For I I had fun with Solo. I remember oh the theater God. still being. I remember like having fun when I saw it opening night, and yeah. uh, then you go from what was after that? I think after that was that the rise of was that when we started getting Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Well, after Solo, that was when we saw the dark side of this whole thing because I think mm-hmm. was the Last Jedi was that before or after Solo? That was um, before I think. And we saw the dark side of this studio starting up with solo because mm-hmm. it didn't make amazing money in the box office. I think it personally did okay, but it didn't make bonkers star Wars money. Mm-hmm. So that started like stuff online. And then we saw Lucasfilm Lucasfilm is very much like old school Warner brothers where they just react to like mm-hmm. the audience and like whatever the movie is. And I don't think that's a good thing when it comes to like studios and that's what happened. They reacted and they canceled like all the solo stuff that they were going to have come out, like as far as the origin stories. And then they went out and after the reaction of the last, um, the right, what was it? Last Jedi, they, they reacted and uh, they, they made like, a, made like two different movies with the rise of Skywalker. So yeah, I don't know. This is, this has just been like a bleak time for star wars so like nothing got me excited last weekend when they were like announcing stuff so um manda how about you what what were your thoughts on just all the happenings going on at star wars celebration last week i'm gonna be honest star wars has lost me time and time again i try to get into it and then i fall back out and i try to get into it again and then i just i fall back out um it's been a lot like i don't want to say love-hate relationship for the mm-hmm. franchise but it's been really tough for me to care about certain stories and i think uh, the mandalorian's prime example where i thought the fir- like obviously the first two seasons were like bumping they were so good mm-hmm. and then i'm wa- and i'm having difficulty we talked about this when as you said that like i'm having really like a hard time watching mando uh yeah. season three that i just i haven't been able to circle back to it um but everything that's you know, being said, I think that Ray's story should have just been done with the rise of Skywalker. I mm-hmm. don't know if they're going to bring back 
you know, Poe and Finn and all of that, but it's like you had a sequel, no, a sequel, sequel trilogy, it's a sequel, sequel <laughs> trilogy, whatever requel, sequel, whatever the hell we're going to call it from screen, whatever it was, we already had that. And I think you need to cap it. Whether people like the Rise of Skywalker or not, there's no way that you can retcon whatever situation happened in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do I love Daisy Ridley? I think she's great. Don't get me wrong. I right. think I don't want to say this because people are going to probably come after me for saying it, but I think that the paycheck is nice. And yeah. she was looking at uh, <laughs> the scripts that she was getting maybe or auditioning for, and she wasn't vibing. And she's like, let me come back and uh, see what Ray has to offer, which I don't know where the hell she can go with this, but um i don't know i'm just i'm not keen on the projects that are coming out i mean i saw like that ahsoka trailer people are very happy about that ahsoka trailer i think Mm -hmm. it's fine i think it's going to be another like series where i'm going to give it a go for two episodes but i'm just not going to stick with it Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just nothing sticking uh for star wars for me personally and i think i'm not the only one that feels that way about it now and that is sad do you know that like the Mandalorian, the new episode is tomorrow, and we're all just like, uh, yeah, you know, it's like it's the well. First of all, I think the reason why the viewership has been so bad, I think they got to get out of these Wednesdays. Like, why mm-hmm. the fuck are you coming out on a Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was big in the pandemic, bro. Everybody's home. Everybody's home. So of course everyone's like watching whatever on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It is the the pandemic. Of course, COVID is still a thing. I'm not one of those. Oh, it's over, dude. But like, it's still a thing. But it's not as bad. It's pretty much back to normal the way it is right now. So, like, could you imagine The Last of Us being like a a Tuesday night show? Yeah. It's just you get into the weekend, get into Friday, so people can like sit down together and watch it. Get in, get into a Sunday or a Saturday or something. This Wednesday stuff has got to go because. It has. It's not even this this show. I think like I think like the Obi Wan the Obi Wan viewership was like kind of middling, and then the Andor. All, although like the show was like you know critically acclaimed, those viewerships wasn't that great as well too. So Boba Fett as well. So you need to get out of these Wednesdays. Make these feel like more of an event because I didn't even know Mando was coming out until like the day of, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And that's not good. And I know when this Ahsoka, this is the the Ahsoka show is going to be the same thing. It's going to be like a Wednesday, and it's it's going to start at like three a.m. for whatever reason, and we're all going to be like we're all going to watch it, and then it's going to die down like a day, and then we're going to get into like the fourth and fifth episode of it, and it's just going to be like a middling kind of chore at the end of the day because I haven't even I haven't even finished um, Andor. Like, no matter how big the praises were for Andor, I just, like, I just don't want to. And I don't, I don't, that's not good. And I shouldn't feel like that, you know, when it comes to Star Wars. And I love Star Wars, but, like, I'm not a crazy, obsessive Star Wars fan, but, like, I love Star Wars. And it's sad that, you know, a lot of the things that they announce, that they do, that, you know, that they try to get everything excited for, it's just not moving me at all. Um, so Kayla, going back to you, was there anything else besides the race stuff? Like, did you watch the Ahsoka trailer? Did you hear about the, uh, the new Jedi movie? There was another one from James Mangold that's coming out. I think I saw too. 
Yeah, um, I heard else? about that, and I think it sounds exciting a little bit, but at the same time, it feels directionless. Like it feels like they're just afraid to commit to another trilogy. But I think, and maybe they're just like, oh, it's been a little while. We should start putting things out. But if they just focused in on one story, I think I'd feel a little more confident about where we're going. Um, Because like the man, like we don't need a Mandalorian movie. I'm sorry. We Mm -hmm. don't like we just make another TV show (laughs) and make it like whatever Iron Fist was supposed to be where you like get everybody together. (laughs) Not Iron Fist. What was it called? The Defenders was Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm just a little like. It just doesn't. It's just really not making sense to me. Even though it sounds yeah. fun, I don't know. What do you What do you think? It's just vibes. I don't know. They just like they're just saying stuff. Yeah. You know, they nobody yeah. really has a plan. Nobody really has a direction, like you say. Oh yeah, the acolytes. Is that like another? I think they showed Stop. a trailer okay, for I, that. I'm so excited for the acolyte. Don't even. Everybody's saying they don't care about that show. <laughs> but, um, Amanda Stanberg. I mean, come on now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Her, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and the directors, there's a lot of great directors on that. Um, listen, a lot of POC directors. That. Right. Let me watch that first app and then let me get back to you. I yeah. got you. Isn't but... that sad though? We have we're like we have to watch at least like the first two episodes to see if we're gonna vibe with it. Yeah, I don't know. You know? And that's, like... I, it is, and it's just I I don't know. Get into some questions here. This person here. Ask us if we are excited for the debut of the new streaming service Max from HBO Max and Discovery Plus. They're getting rid of the HBO part and calling it just Max. I think it makes no sense. Amanda, what about you? Do you have HBO Max right now? or I have the Canadian version, uh, is which is called Crave. <laughs> And I get um, everything that you guys get mm-hmm. for movies five months after you guys do. <laughs> five <laughs> so months? That's, what, that's yeah, a long time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everything that's like released technically, like just the movies though, like the HBO so Max originals you get, and stuff. If it's illegal, don't say anything. How did you get The Last of Us then when you watch? That's because it's live television. So I have HBO oh, with Crave. Um, right. So the okay. live the live episodes would be released at, like either an hour after or like at the same time. But luckily, like I still pay for HBO with my TV provider. So I was, you know, I, I get oh. different. Yeah, it's weird. I couldn't tell you, but I think it is really stupid um, to keep <laughs> switching the names uh, the name of your streaming service because it's just mm-hmm. going to confuse their shit out of people. But also, I think um, other, I think other streaming services like I like Netflix, for example, that's one mm-hmm. word. I mean, is mm-hmm. that what they're trying to do? Is Max more catchy than HBO Max? Are people going to remember? I just can't believe. I just can't believe the quote of its HBO name is not recognizable. It's what? Like. <laughs> HBO is the only good thing that uh, oops shouldn't have said that but HBO is the one good thing that they have going for them like television wise it's the one thing that they have that is just like dominating Mm -hmm. other platforms so like why wouldn't you keep the HBO in there and like why not do this at launch like it just makes no sense to me Mm -hmm. I agree 100% 
Kayla, you getting Max or what? <laughs> I love Max? HBO Max, and I'm actually <laughs> doing a. Yes, um, I saw. Yeah, I'm doing a survey for my capstone, which is like my final project, senior project in college for my film studies degree Ooh, on like yeah. television. Yeah, <laughs> television watching behavior. And so um, in my survey, I asked, you know, what is everybody's go to streaming services and which um, streaming services they have. The most popular ones were Netflix and HBO and HBO and Netflix mm-hmm. were like head to head. So um, it's kind of crazy. Was- I was looking goofy on that damn survey, man. I had everything <laughs> checked. I was like, damn, this is bad. Because there was a part of that survey where it's like, what streaming service do you have? Like, and everyone, I was like, I clicked every on everyone except for like two. And I said, Dwayne, so that's not a flex at all. This is not, this is embarrassing. But I'm curious because one of the questions here was, what is your go-to streaming service? So... I guess that's the question. That's that's my question to the show. What is your go-to streaming service, Amanda? Oh man, it's it depends tough. on my mood. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> if that's if that's what it is, I think Netflix is just my go-to because it's Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix. You're gonna find something on there regardless. I've been using Crave more, which would be your HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um. And honestly, Apple TV Plus has been kind of fascinating to me because they have very different projects on that one. So mm-hmm. that would be like my three. I barely use Amazon Prime, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Kayla, how about you? It's really loud. Can you hear that? Uh, what they doing over there? You got to get out of Cali, Kayla. No one tells me when there's plumbers coming <laughs> in my house. So just move on without me. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. No one tells me when they're doing it. So um, this happens all the time. No one tells me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, I get. Okay. So for me. It, it, I guess I agree with Manda. It depends on my mood, but I have all of them. Like, I look goofy. I'm paying for all of them, and it's crazy. I don't even use all of them half the time. But I guess when I want something really high quality, like I'm talking like the best 4K, the best visuals, the best quality, and like the most crispiest app. It's definitely Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's lacking for them is that they need to get with the program with the whole profiles thing. That would just help a lot. Yeah, because I, I have two people you. using mine, and it's a pain in the ass when you're watching yeah. a show and then someone else wants to watch the show, and it like they you lose your spot. And I don't like that. I know it's like illegal, whatever, but it's like get them profiles on, please. So I can like give my mom her own profile and my cousin and I can have my own stuff to watch, you know, literally like when I'm about to watch a show on Apple TV plus, um, I call my mom, like, mom, are you getting ready to watch Ted Lasso or whatever? She's like, no, I hate that show. Then I know I'm okay to watch it. So that's the only thing. But other than that, Apple TV plus is great. Them shows look incredible. They look incredible. There's this show. That it's not even a great show, but it looked like you're watch. It looks like you're watching an IMAX or Dolby movie, and it was like it was called like Foundation, and it just looked incredible the yeah. way it looked. 
And um, yeah, they they got I don't know what they cooking over there, but they they, they got some good stuff. And no of course, one's watching Apple shows though. I know it's sad. It's <laughs> only not. like a few that go crazy. Like, of course, Ted Lasso, and then yeah. and then Severance is incredible. Um, but I guess my go to, obviously, it's just like the bigger ones, like Netflix, because there's a bunch of shit, and um, HBO Max. I'm not really on HBO Max as much as I want to be, mm-hmm. but I'm on it here and there. So, Kayla, you got is the plumber gone yet? Kayla? <laughs> 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 I think I'm on HBO Max the most, because uh, all the releases, all the like great best television shows that are like ongoing are on there. Mm-hmm. They also have really good movies. They do, um, yeah. And I won't lie, I watch the Batman at least like once a month. So that. <laughs> I never use uh, Disney Plus for some reason. So I don't either, and that is <laughs> neither crazy. do I. Man, it's and so I'm looking true. goofy just having it in my mm-hmm. shit. Like the only reason why the only when the only time I use Disney Plus is when I want to use that IMAX enhancer thing that they put on the movies. Um, oh, because they don't do that with their Blu-rays. So. Like, if I want to watch, like, I have a really big TV, and I hate widescreen, and usually all of MCU stuff is widescreen, mm-hmm. and they have, they they added this thing on, on Disney Plus called IMAX Enhance, where they made it full screen, and it's it's really incredible. So, watching Infinity War and that aspect ratio is really cool, and stuff like that. That is the only time I touch Disney Plus. In the beginning, it was, of course, you're getting into all your nostalgic shows and whatnot. But, like, now that I'm finished with those, I barely use it. So Sometimes I, I think I'm like, is it worth, like, subscribing? It's like, bad. There was a yeah. time where I, I tried to, like, end subscriptions that I just was not using. Like, I ended. I actually – some of these streaming services, they have these things called pauses which I mm. really like. Like if you want to put a pause on your account without completely like like deleting your account or canceling your subscription. And Hulu had that. I put like a uh I put like a four month or five month pause on my Hulu once and it worked pretty good. And then when the show came out that I really wanted to watch, I, I you know I turned it back on. So maybe something like that. But like Disney Plus, I was actually thinking about getting rid of it for a little bit until I yeah. Get something of no, like maybe until Secret Invasion comes out, but I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do let's do one more question here. This person here says, Why do you think hold on? Why do you think the Ryan Johnson trilogy is dead at Lucasfilm? Ha ha <laughs> Huh. Why? Uh, huh. Yeah, why? I I don't know. Just because? I don't know. Just I don't because? They, I don't think they had a plan to begin with. So they just they said, Brian Johnson, we liked what you did. Come do something. They didn't tell him what. So then there it is. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Kayla? I think they're too afraid. I don't know. Yeah. So why like why go through all of the things of like announcing it and telling people or if you know you you knew Star Wars fans the crazy ones was gonna get you know get crazy yeah. about it either way. So I just don't understand what's the what was the point of even announcing it in the first place. I don't know. Loki. I... Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kayla. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm trying to think. What do What do you think? <laughs> Loki. I think that they kind of 
put it out there, all of these mm-hmm. ideas to see what's going to generate the most buzz and then they move forward with it. That you know is what I not mean? Yeah. a good strategy. It's not. <laughs> At all. <laughs> like, that is a horrible strategy, strategy yeah. to do. I just, man, they are, they've lost the plot over there. I don't know what's happening. But, um, all right, everyone. I think that is it for episode 121 of the World Show. Thank you guys all for listening. I really appreciate it. I'll go around get everyone's social medias and plugs in. I'll start with you. Amanda, let everyone know they can follow you and what's coming up on your channel. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMXND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can uh, check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. Um, this week, I'll probably have uh, Renfield up. I'm really excited for it. Nick Cage is uh, is the man. I'm, I'm stoked. Um, and probably because I love my mafia movies, I'm going to go check out Mafia Mama, which I had no idea came out this week. So <laughs> I'm going to so probably, I know, right? And power to co- Tony Collette because she's amazing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I have that coming up for sure. Was it you that's doing, no, I think that's Josie who's doing Boa's Afraid, right? Yeah, she's doing mm-hmm. that, yeah. Right, I'm going to be blunt with y'all, man. I don't think I'm doing that one. Four hours? I know it's like three hours, but I can't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, Kayla, let's go to you. Let everyone know they can follow you. Hi. You can follow me at I-D-K-A-I-L-A on Instagram. And I'm also very excited for Renfield. (laughs) It looks really fun. (laughs) And I love all the Universal Classic Monster movies. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited they're doing more. I think they just announced that the Scream Guys are gonna mm-hmm. do their own monster movie today and that's super mm-hmm. exciting yeah but like don't don't make me wait for scream seven you know don't do Ooh, all that yeah let's hurry up and finish this movie and then let's get back to this get back to action here okay <laughs> um all right everyone you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac94 and you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram and wherever you listen to your podcast that is it thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was kayla and manda we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye